hello, welcome to this episode of Waking Up With Plants, with a message from the plant spirit ground ivy. My name is Madeleine, I communicate with plants, I work with the energy medicine of plants and trees, and for this podcast I ask the plant world for guidance for our development in consciousness. It's so good to be back here. This is the start of the third season of Waking Up With Plants. This is the first plant message of the year and that always feels significant for the year as a whole. Round Ivy will do the honours of kicking off this season and setting us up with some beautiful plant wisdom. I will tell you how this message came about in a moment, but we'll start this inner hike with some questions that Ground Ivy gives us for contemplation. At this time, do you live what you love? Do you love what you live? What is your love for life, your zest for life? What makes life worth living to you? Do you cultivate this love for life? Where are your dreams still waiting to be lived? In ideas, plans, concepts? What is the root cause of not starting such a dream? Stepping into the experience of living a dream and finding out what that's like as you go. What is this postponing? of taking ownership of something you love, care about, taking responsibility for it by daring to live it. Okay, pretty big questions. And as we let that settle for a bit, I will tell you how this message started. It's often with guidance from the plant world that first something physical happens in my life and then a plant comes into my awareness to share something about it. That's one of the things I love about working energetically with plants. They show you time and time again how the external world is always a mirror reflection of what's going on inside of us. Mid-January, I woke up from my winter cocooning, shaken by news that hit me like a lightning bolt. I heard that a place I hold close to my heart had lost the right to wild camp. I'm talking about Dartmoor in the southwest of the UK. This was the only place left in England where wild camping was still permitted, a right. The High Court ruled in favour of a big landowner on Dartmoor, making it illegal not only to camp on their land without permission or payment, but also on the rest of Dartmoor, including the National Park. Wild camping was found to be a non-recreational activity. If you want to know more about this, including the Right to Rome campaign, check out the links in the description box below. This really touched me, because places like Dartmoor are scarce, where you have the freedom to roam, the ability to rest yourself on the earth for a night, away from all man-made structures. This gives a place a specific quality and therefore a certain experience, just like a place with many rules and regulations has a certain vibe about it that affects you. 
And the Dagmar I feel time and time again, my connection, my kinship with the earth in a very visceral way, this is definitely one of those places that make it very easy to shake off everything that doesn't really matter, all those trivial things in your life that you can get caught up in. Free nature is the antidote for the conditioned mind, makes it easy to connect with the heart, the core of things. Certainly the possibility to spend a night free under the stars grounds you in what is essential. These wild places are therefore, amongst many other reasons, invaluable. So the big theme here is land rights, a deep theme in global history. And with this news, I asked myself, what is this about on a deeper level? What state of consciousness gives rise to this reality? What is the root, or perhaps the seed, that made this reality grow? And that was when ground ivy popped into my awareness. Now, if you've ever seen a place in the woods covered with ground ivy, or Creeping Charlie is another name, certainly when blooming, you may have experienced how magical this place feels. A different kind of reality opens up there. A veil is lifted. It radiates a kind of harmony that to me speaks like a small sanctuary, like a piece of new earth, with a quality of freedom and harmony. So a perfect plant teacher to shed light on this topic. This is what Ground Ivy shares. See your body and the energy field around it. This is your earth. A complete microcosm. Your sanctuary. A piece of new earth that you create. Your new garden of Eden. A land you hold guardianship over. Look out over this king, queendom, the realm that forms your life. Every day you walk through your land. Every situation you encounter is a different area. You can translate every situation in a certain landscape, one with a lot of water, hills, landscaped gardens, open fields, forests, weather patterns, seasons. How you are with what you encounter in your moments, in yourself and around you, has an influence on the state of this realm. What kind of landscape do you find yourself in today? Probably not all these inner sceneries form one big harmonious sanctuary, there may be days where you cross counties that feel good, that are lush, green, welcoming, where you feel free to roam, express yourself, develop, create. And then there are days that will lead you outside comfort zones, to dark, grim forests, hostile deserts, places that say, keep out. Perhaps here you recognize the areas in your life where you feel stuck, 
where prosperity seems impossible to cultivate. Patterns behaviors based on highly emotional grounds. In these areas, your ego mind, the conditioned mind, has still claimed ownership over your land and is not willing to surrender this territory to the heart with its open source approach. You're likely to enter such occupied land when you put a deep heartfelt dream into action. Barbed wire and threatening signs appear on your path. If you trespass here, if you bring change here, you will end up heartbroken, broke, alone, deceived, disappointed, failed, exiled. Or maybe you don't encounter fears. Maybe you've stopped entering areas that could evoke fears and have compromised your presence, narrowed your residence. You can recognize this zone by the excuses you make to yourself. Now is not the time. Later is better. When there's more time. When I'm really ready. You'll try to shut the world out by pulling up walls. Or you will look out into the world with a feeling that you can't do anything to change the obstacles. Where you suppress your authentic movement, you give up inhabiting your own land. The more land you give up, the less present you feel in your days. The more you walk through the mundane in a zombie-like state, colours turn pale. The air fills itself with a sense of lost or unfulfilled glory. No world thrives if it does not thrive as a whole. What longing for change lives in you that seems terrifying or impossible. Your whole life is your land to take care of. You have that right and you have that responsibility. Let me share my body wisdom with you to help with this. I do not retreat. I cover ground. I am evergreen and ever-present. With my trailing stems, I venture out in all directions, especially the watery, shady places. I don't give in to fear. I see treasure hunts. Uncharted waters ignite the pioneer in me. I root myself at every turn, every crossroads, and so should you. Ground your fears by looking at them, Every time they might dominate you, don't back down. With your imagination, wrap my leaf around your kidneys. You have to face your fears if you want to be free in your land, in your life. Root yourself in the knowingness that they are illusions, no matter how real they feel. The truth of this universe is love and approach everything that claims otherwise as false and therefore outdated. Don't keep leasing the land you wish to live on by tiptoeing around it, giving up, giving in to limiting inner voices. Remember, you live 
in a magical land. This inner land of yours, this life of yours is magical, and you are the genius gardener, farmer, forester, shaman who works the land, connects with the land. Cultivate your inner farmer, cultivate your gifts, and share them with the world. Don't turn away, don't stop caring, don't let your life pass you by. Don't waste your creative life force on being a spectator. This time of great change requires the tending to your creativity. Your creative fire, that's your fuel to keep you going. Take care of what gets you fired up, what excites you about life, what inspires you, what's really important to you, even in the midst of imminent adversity, stand your ground, tend to your land. The true nature of your land, your life, has a unique quality. It's up to you to express your talents, to bring them to fruition. This way you shape yourself into the exact puzzle piece for the new earth as a whole. So go on that treasure hunt, especially in the shadow parts, you'll find powerful gifts. I find my true potential there. Where I'm rooted, where I remain present, my gifts flourish, new stems grow and rise up to the sky and carry flowers that shine in many, many directions, just as your leadership in the more difficult areas will make your entire life more prosperous. Look at the colour of my flowers, and you feel a realm that rests in peace. Dig deep for what you want to shape, and you will tap into vast wells with so much creative life energy that your gifts will shine bright and far into the wider world. To express your true self, you need to accept the parts where you are different from others. Your life has a differentiated design, so it can serve the whole. Your environment, your relationships, can react when you embrace this more and more. Don't retreat. While you leave behind these old identities, you also leave behind who you thought you were. Be okay with this discomfort. It's the fear for change of these long fenced up parts. It requires compassion and connection. Feed yourself with the medicine that is your zest for life. Let the world touch you. Flowers will shoot up where you walk with the aroma of grounded harmony. Call me in to help you stand up for your zest for life. It may very well be that the dreams that are calling you now are not being lived by others at this point in time. So you won't see them around you. You won't be asked to do it. It may even be unclear to you what it is exactly that is calling you or it feels very out there. 
so it is with creating a new earth. Follow the paths that make your heart sing, and you will map your own trails. Make your life the way you live, your own unique art form, a uniquely woven tapestry or landscape. And that's the end of the message from Ground Ivy. What they kept showing me in how they work with us is the bones. They kept coming back to calcium, but but it was more than that, like how they help to build up healthy bone structure. If bone density is lost, they help to rebuild it. And also, in an energetical way, they help us with building foundation, foundational structure on new grounds, new ways of being. But I didn't want to accept this at first. I was kind of disappointed by this information, because as a herbalist, I've learned that they mainly work with the respiratory system, with lymph, kidneys. So, yeah, it confused me. My conditioned thinking had control and authority in this area. But then I did research because I didn't want to give up and found a recent scientific study with ground ivy exploring exactly this, how they aid healthy bone density. Ground ivy puts it like this. What we are caring for, we are building. What we don't care for, erodes and with that i will end this episode i wish you a lot of courage and zest to stand up for what matters to you and on instagram and facebook we'll go on integrating this message and i would love to hear your experiences with ground ivy and here we will meet again next time until then